What's going on, everybody? My name's Dallas. You're tuned into the podcast called Vic Food Stories. This is where we talk about food in and around Victoria, British Columbia. And today, I'm on Fort Street here at ReFire. And for anyone that hasn't heard of ReFire, I tried it for the first time a couple months ago. I've known about it, but I haven't been in here. And I, I don't, it's hard to really describe how big of an impact the food has on you because there's little spins being done on dishes you might know. Like for example, shepherd's pie, right? I traditionally do not like shepherd's pie at all. But then you get some like garlic whipped potatoes on top. You get some pulled beef in it, no ground beef. And like the thing just speaks for itself. So you guys converted me to like, I like your version of it. Not the, not the traditional one. But I have the three gentlemen here from ReFire with me. Gentlemen, how are you doing? Great. Yeah, great. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much for the time. <laughs> so to kick this thing off, because um, when people come in here, like they'll see Rob, you'll be here. But these other two gentlemen are busy making the food. So you don't really see them. So I just wanted to get you guys to kind of introduce yourselves um, and just let everybody know who you are. Well, I'll start. I mean, I'm probably the people that you you generally see when, when you come into our store. Uh, my name's Rob. I have a background that does not relate to anything in the kitchen, so I, I can't take any credit for the food. But uh, my background, if you will, is is in marketing and sales, and that's uh, kind of my contribution to the to the store. So, currently, kind of helping out with operations up front, but the branding, the the um, I don't know, just the, the internet presence, certainly the web presence is uh, something that I have a bit of expertise in. So that's that's definitely my role. And I got to say the website is killer. Thank you. Like this, this the experience of going on there, like if you want a delivery, if you want to uh, pick up locally, like in the store here, it's, it's just seamless. Like a lot of websites, when I go on them, I usually have issues of some sort and there's been none with your website. So it's been flawless, and every time I've used it, the problems are behind the scenes. I can yeah. tell you, it's not flawless. I wish well, it, no, I yeah. wish it was, but uh, yeah, we try to keep it keep it as tight as we can. But as sure. long as like the yeah. customer is not seeing that, yeah, then yeah. you're doing a good job, right? Yeah. Well, because if they don't know there's an if they don't know there's an issue, then you're doing something right. Because obviously there's going to be issues at some point. Technology, yeah, yeah. inevitable. Yeah. Seems like there's a battle daily, but yeah, hundred percent, something. Yeah. It's going to throw something in the way. So maybe let, let everybody know who you two are. The men behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my name is Brian. I, I'm one of the co-chefs and co-owners of ReFire. Um, what, you know, I've got an extensive background in, in uh, hospitality, not just, uh, not just in the back end, but on the front end as well. Um, the funny thing is, is I actually started my apprenticeship and finished it under Todd uh almost 20 well 20 20 years ago so we've got a, a long history of working on and off together and yeah that's been great it's been quite the journey so okay yeah and then todd um yeah my name is todd and i'm uh, uh again one of the chefs and um my history goes way back i um i started at in working in kitchens when I was 14 years old, my first job was whipping butter at Smitty's Pancake House. Oh, wow. That's all I did was whip butter for two years. And was that where, where it was? Smitty's? Downtown here on Downtown. Douglas Street. So yeah. you're a Victoria guy. Yeah. Awesome. Born and raised in Victoria. Um, funny thing is, is that when they hired me, it was to be a uh, busboy. 
And so I remember my mom taking me out, getting me all the busboy gear, <laughs> dress shirt and pants and shoes. And Boy I shirt, yeah. showed up there Sunday morning to be a busboy. And the uh, one of the guys in the kitchen was uh, called in sick. So they said, do you want to come and work in the kitchen for today? And so I worked and went back and worked in the kitchen for the day. And I haven't left. This uh, called you right away? Yeah. And uh, so I worked there for a couple of years, then bounced around at a couple of places while I was going to high school. And I ended up at the Dominion Hotel and I did my apprenticeship there. I worked there for six or seven years and did my apprenticeship there. And from there, I moved to Olympic View Golf Course and I was the executive chef there for 12 years. Um, and then after that, I went to Bear Mountain and I opened Bear Mountain um, back when there was no hotel or anything it was just a couple of trailers and the golf course oh wow um so yeah there was there wasn't a house there was nothing up there um that's crazy yeah mm. yeah but there was a place to get food yeah <laughs> what well, yeah. was uh, it was a snack shack <laughs> was the, the first thing they built was a snack shack so the golfers could get something to eat yeah um and i ended up uh so we opened that and then we built the the, the original clubhouse which is now uh jack's um, and I worked there for two years. Um, and after that, I ended up coming back downtown and starting at the Rialto. Um, and I was the chef there for 12 years and, uh, Rob was already there. So, yeah. So the Rialto, that's where you guys met each other, right? <clears throat> well, we actually all met each other at Olympic view golf oh, course. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the history is longer than than the Rialto. Yeah. Okay. So we all met together at uh, Olympic View while I was there. And then Rob came on in 98, I think it was. and At, at Olympic, Olympic View. View. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then uh, Brian. O2 for me. Yeah. And O2. Yeah. Um, so that's where we all initially met. And then uh, when we left Olympic View, Brian came along with me up to the Bear Mountain. Uh, Rob went to. Rialto. Uh, the Rialto okay. and and then Brian went off on his own and I ended up down at the Rialto with Rob and then Brian eventually came back <laughs> to yeah. the Rialto as a bartender as a bartender so you guys yeah. kind of separated and then came back together yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's uh, awesome so yeah yeah so we've been friends for for a long time and kind of in and out working with each other and together for so was it always the case that you guys wanted to eventually do something together no that, no. that was not on our radar at all. No, yeah, not mine either. Yeah. I, you know, for me personally, I, um, when the, when COVID hit, I was doing some restaurant uh, work, and I just, um, um, I just, I'm not sure. It, COVID hit, and then everything closed down. So I didn't do anything for two or three months. Brian had moved to Vancouver, so yeah. Brian and I always kept in touch, and well, of course Rob too. But Brian and I kept in touch, and we always. We started banging ideas off each other as far as, you know, we should do something together. We should do something together. And during that time, uh, my wife's a nurse here in town. And um, over the years, I'd done sort of potluck dinners for, for them when she was working, you know, nights and whatnot. And when COVID hit, uh, they, they weren't allowed to bring in any outside food. And so, but a lot of our friends and nurse friends, um, kept pestering her about, you know, can you get Todd to make this? Can you get Todd to make that? So I wasn't doing anything. So I thought, okay, well, I'll just make, you know, 20 mac and cheeses or 20 shepherd's pies. And <laughs> it 
really snowballed. Then they were telling their friends. And, and I the was, shepherd's pie back then, same as now? Same as now, yeah. Okay. And I'd actually never made just a shepherd's pie in my life. <laughs> really? Never. So you just kind of, did you just and do what made sense to you? Well, yeah. And I just thought, well, if I'm going to make it, make it with something other than just ground beef. So, yeah. you know, to use braised beef in, in with the shepherd's pie and, and used a garlic mashed potato. And, but like the, and know, the mashed potato, though, like it's a whipped type of situation. Yeah. It's not this hard no. Like brick of white stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not dry, no. yeah. chalky white potatoes. No. And then you cook it in the and like the gravy stuff or whatever's yeah. coming out. Yeah. And yeah. like it's all over the tray a little bit, like when I put it in the oven. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. So I, you know, it was like, oh my, oh my God, what's, you know, then I had what my, have I done? Yeah, <laughs> my sister, uh, she was a police officer here in town. And so she was telling all the people she worked with and, and they were putting out on Facebook and all of a sudden I'm making 40 or 50 of these things out of my kitchen at home and sending them out. And, you know, on the reviews that were coming back were pretty positive. So I started bugging Brian first and said, <laughs> hey, you know, what do you think about, you know, just I don't know, just coming up with some sort of a plan to do our own thing. And then I talked to Rob about it. And, yeah, we uh, that's how it all it all started was from there. That's wild. Yeah. Super organic. Yeah. 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 It's basically, so do you guys find that like the three of you sort of has your own strength and you've worked it together like really well as a team? It's a hundred percent ham and egg. Like, yeah. I don't have to worry at all, obviously about anything from the food perspective. Um, they're head down in the kitchen all day, creating the recipes, tweaking them, perfecting them until they present them. Everything they do, they they test, they froze it, they tried it, they cooked it different ways. They 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 dial it in to where it okay now it's now it's a product, and I don't have to partake in any of that other than the tasting, which they allow me to partake in that. That's a beautiful part. That's, yeah. the, that's the part that I'm really the best at, and I try hard, so I want to practice and practice, and I keep excelling and getting better at it. Um, but you know, conversely, they can really focus on that because. You know, my acumen with the, the sales and marketing and the, the web stuff and, you know, Chef would be the first to tell you that magic box that you keep typing into, you know, <laughs> he likes to send his email with it and, and stuff like that. But beyond that, you know, that's my expertise. And, you know, they don't have to worry a lot about that because I'm really trying to keep that, you know, perpetuating in a positive way for us. So it's the perfect scenario of like, you know, I don't have to worry about what they're doing. It That's super strong. And hopefully I don't give them too many heart attacks when technology inevitably breaks down or, or things happen. Or if but they're busy in the kitchen, just don't tell them about it. It's, it's and a then good, like fix it's it a and then like, they don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that is one aspect that I didn't think of is like, because when you get your food here, you can choose to have it fresh or frozen. Mm-hmm. So right. like, it's not just a case of you're going to make some delicious stuff fresh. It has to taste good frozen as well. Yeah. And right. I've tried multiple things here frozen and like they're just spot on. Right. So, like, how much effort is that to not only have something fresh, but also have it taste great frozen? How hard is that? Like, how much how much difficulty does that add on top of things? Well, at first it was, it was, uh, there was a lot of difficulty because there we had all sorts of recipes and, you know, we'd make them fresh and it would be great. But then the next step is to make it and then freeze it and then thaw it and then uh, reheat it again. And, and, you know, there were some hits and misses initially that never saw the menu you know um but over over time we both you know we just uh um kept 
you know, pushing forward and, you know, some of the things, uh, were better than others. And, you know, now we've got a group of 20 or so items that we've got now that, uh, are, um, tested and, and they all seem to work really well. hundred percent. I mean, yeah. I haven't tried all the things like the fresh version versus the frozen. Right. I've kind of had like one or the other, yeah. but like, they're just delicious. Like, Right of a, out of a frozen state. Yeah. I yeah. mean, not right out of a frozen state, but you thought first. Right. Mm-hmm. And then and then you do it. Yeah. What is yeah. it like if you do it straight out of frozen? I've done it. Um, we test, I mean, because we want, we need to know those answers. So I've taken a shepherd's pie that is an ice block when it comes out of the freezer. And basically, I didn't know what to expect. Um, but essentially, the directions are exactly twice the amount of time. Mm. So, you know, most of our entrees cook identical. They, you know, we... Uh, from a fresh state, we recommend foiling the top for the first half an hour. It gets a real nice deep heat into the casserole. And then you pull the foil off and let it go anywhere from 15 to another 30 minutes, depending on how crispy you like the top or I like my potatoes a little golden brown. So it's usually another, so half an hour foiled, half an hour not foiled. With the frozen, if you do it right from the freezer, it's basically an hour foiled and an hour with it off, and it's and it's perfect. But it, it it actually was perfect. I was shocked, but it just doubled exactly the time. That's crazy. Yeah, because it is it is like remarkably easy to just like the preparation. You don't do anything. You literally just throw in the oven. Yeah. You go take the foil off, leave it for a bit more. Oh, it looks good to me. And then you're just you're eating this delicious food. Yeah, you know. You you brought up a good pro tip, like with our entrees. I think I heard you say like you know like my the the gravy starts to bubble out of the pan a little bit and like shepherd's pie or what have you. Like you'll note when you t- grab a container of our food, like it is it is full to the maximum amount. Like it's like that container is dead full. So you will get some gravy that bubbles over or what have you. So and I got this tip from a customer who watched me make a video and watched me sticking my oven mitt into the lasagna <laughs> as I, as I took the foil off and, and they, they typed in, you know, put that on a, put that on a pan, on a cookie pan. And it, and you got, I'm just like, Man. that is brilliant. So our customers are, we learn a lot from our customers. So, yeah. but uh, that's a good pro tip is take our pan, put it on a cookie sheet and put it in the oven. That's when I was at my, my dad's house reheating. Yeah. He was, he, if I'd spilt anything in his oven, he would have lost his mind. <laughs> so that's the first thing he said was get it on a sheet, yeah. put some tinfoil on oh. it, and then it's like easy to yeah. go. Sage advice. Yeah. 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 No, that's one thing with our food too. We really want to make it um, as easy as possible for the guest. You know, it's not like a fresh prep or one of those kind of uh, models. You know, we want somebody to be able to, you know, uh, have, enjoy our food with not having to know how to do anything. Uh, or not having to do anything if you don't have time at night and you, you know that you just family just got home or get home from soccer practice or you don't feel like doing anything you can just put it in the oven or put it in a pot or put it in a pan yeah it's ridiculous how yeah. easy it is like butter chicken is a five minute oh you know it's five minutes it's so to, good and jambalaya is five minutes away mm-hmm. too or you and those, know i gotta say the meatballs mm-hmm. yeah. oh my god and the marinara sauce yeah like you put those things together like you could, you could, those two things put on top of like the crappiest past ever makes that dish a 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> like it could awesome. literally be garbage. You put it on and it's just like phenomenal. Like awesome. There's so much flavor in those, in the, the, the combo of those two things together. Yeah. yeah. Like I was totally blown away. I would never normally buy meatballs, yeah. but like a hundred percent I'll buy those. Yeah. That's like, awesome. That's great. It's just, yeah. and it's a lot too. Yeah. yeah. Like those are not small. Yeah. They're, no, they're four ounces. I mean, yeah, so each. a couple of those is 
you know, like a, that's a, that's a portion. Yeah. 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 And there, if you buy a bag of our meatballs in the sauce and it, you get eight of them. So there's eight, four ounce meatballs in a, in a package. So it's, it's a proper serving. hundred yeah. percent. Cause yeah. that works out. Is that uh, two pounds then? Yeah. Uh, yeah. To calculate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Two, two pounds. pounds. Two pounds. Yeah. No, they, they're just, they're, I, I couldn't get over it. I'm like, yeah. why? I've never been interested in meatballs before. Mm. And then, yeah, you guys converted me 100%. <laughs> just, I mean, everything. Like the butter chicken as well. Yeah. Like delicious. That, that um, the wild mushroom soup, uh, just like, I didn't expect that to be as good as it was. Yeah. Because I thought like, oh, what, you know, mushroom soup. How exciting is that? But again, yeah. like just like the wild rice you have in there. <laughs> I just, like, the texture of that mixed in with the soup. Like this, for me, the whole situation was incredible. That's awesome. Right. Do you guys have a favorite dish on the menu that speaks to you the most? My my indulgent one, because I get asked that all the time, the customer, what, what's your favorite? It's like, I cannot get over our, our pulled pork mac and cheese. Yeah. It's, uh, the love that the pork gets is insane. We s- smoke and pull our own pork butt in-house. It's a 12-hour process. It's given a lot of love and I try to time my visits to the kitchen when I know the pork butt is, <laughs> is being cold. Did you guys know about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, figured, we figured it out. When I come in with tongs, um, they know I'm here to help. Uh, but uh, that's, for me, that's that's my in, indulgent flavor, uh, favorite. It's We just take our classic mac, which is a good one, and just layer it with pulled pork. And just that salty kind of sweetness with, of the pork with the cheese is, yeah. It's beautiful because I, I, you're, it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, no, you, I mean, you get bites of just the mac and cheese, yeah. but then you'll get this pulled pork sometimes. And then you get this whole like, like flavor of that. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, I'm not just having a standard thing here. It's kind of like this adventure that you go on and you don't know what bite is going to, awesome. you're yep. going to find yeah. next. You right? get little crispy pork bites that are like, I always, I'm for me, the pro tip on a, on a well-executed pulled pork mac is do not be scared to let that panko crumb get brown and toasted then you yeah you've, you've nailed it if you've achieved that i kind of feel like it has to be yeah it doesn't yeah, feel, it doesn't look right to me yeah because mm-hmm. that's when i cooked it that's what i waited for yeah mm-hmm. yeah let that get brown and toasted and then the pork gets a little crispy around the edges and then you take <laughs> that down <laughs> so you guys last year um so you're making all this stuff at your house yeah and then you start talking to them hey we should do something like because you guys didn't open the location on Fort Street here until I think December, right? Right. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. So yeah. you guys were doing it online only before that. Yeah. Right. So we uh, initially we started with a commissary kitchen out in Keating, um, and you know, so it was Brian and I, and we were sharing the space with you know there was two or three other uh, food places that were using the kitchen at the same time, and so we did that from. July until end of November of last year. Um, You know, and when we first started in the summer, uh, it was, you know, mostly family and friends. Yeah. (laughs) The first couple of months. And, And then once we got into the fall, we definitely started to see this uptick with, uh, um, you know, people we didn't strangers ordering, strangers ordering yeah, food. Right. Oh yeah. my God. Does That's anyone weird. know this thing? Yeah. It was an exciting yeah. moment, and it was yeah. you know a lot to do with the website mm-hmm. and and whatnot, um, and uh, you know Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, you know people just started seeing us more and more, and yeah, and it was still just Brian and I, and so 
we outgrew the space out in Keating. Um, we ended up uh, securing a kitchen space in town here. And at that point, we were using the space just as a, so you could order our food uh, online only. Um, and we delivered two days a week and you could pick up two days a week. So we actually used this space here to pick, pick up two days a week. Um, and when we say we delivered two days a week, like we're talking it was, about it was we, we, we us delivering. They would, they would put their frying pans away and then load the coolers into their vehicles and we'd off we'd go yeah. and, and literally <laughs> deliver the meals they just prepared. <laughs> yeah. And then you must start to get to know people, I guess. Yeah. We did, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. you start recognizing, yeah. Yeah. I know who this is going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, then once we got the kitchen space downtown here was, you know, three times the size and, and uh, enabled us to then think about turning this space into a store. Um, so you then, get people, you get, I guess you can get stuff over here a lot quicker. Yeah, well, we just and make more, yeah. Yeah. Produce, yeah. produce yeah, more, right? Yeah, so, uh, last, so we opened beginning of December last yeah. year and that was a game changer for us in a whole bunch of different levels as far as, uh, we were able to produce more food, but, then the demand was there and our numbers just started skyrocketing after the store opened. And, you know, Brian, it was still Brian and I until yeah. like the middle of January last year. And <laughs> we were getting a little worn out. Yeah. And then, especially um, if the numbers start going yeah, up. Yeah. We were seven days a week and, you know, long, long days. And, uh, and then we hired our first uh, kitchen staff, Remember about the middle of January last yeah. year, and then we've just kept growing and adding since then. So um, we've got there's six of us in there now. Yeah. Oh wow. Full time. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So for you guys with a uh, small business, there can be points where there's like a a moment where it's like you got to either expand quite a bit or sort of stay where you are. Mm-hmm. Have you guys just sort of been like this sort of slow and steady growth the whole time without running into something like that? I don't know if you describe it as slow and steady. I like the what Chef suggested. Like when we got to the store, yeah. there was a pretty massive step up in volume. Just the accessibility of the food; people could walk by. They, you know, now that you're a storefront, they would learn more about it. We early on got a sandwich board out front, and we had our rack cards placed in it. And I would just—I was the only staff in the store at the time would just watch people were reluctant to come in but they would they would take a card and all of a sudden we could see the uptick in the in the website visits and so it's a great traffic street here forest fort street it's a great neighborhood and we're really happy to be a part of it um but uh those people started to learn about us and um so the store was a learning curve in terms of all of a sudden these guys had to triple their orders. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of making two batches of shepherd's pie a week, they're making, you know, five. Um, and, and that happened fairly rapidly. So there was a bit of a scramble there. So, you know, it's, it's been good growth. Um, but there's been a few chunks, you I know, see. where, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're so, about to have another chunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, hope. we, uh, we just have managed to secure a, new larger location for our kitchen because we've actually outgrown the one we're at now wow um, i mean if there's six of you in there yeah yeah well and the like i say we're we're selling everything we can produce at this moment out of out of this location and our goal as a as a business is to grow um and so 
our vision, you know, in the in the short term is to see a couple more of these depots. Um, but we need a kitchen to support that one that can feed that. And uh, so we've just managed. It's a pretty big moment for us, actually, because it's just happened a matter of days ago is where we're now about to get our own kitchen. And we're looking at February 1st to occupy that space. That's incredible. Um, get in there and build it out. Um, these guys have a have a plan. The equipment's in in play. We know what we need to, to kind of go forth and uh, probably be a month of, of getting that kitchen built out. And then hopefully, well, at that point, we should be looking to have a new location, so a storefront attached to that kitchen as well. So we'll have two locations. We're hoping as as early as March first. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so storefronts is huge. I I love the storefront here. Like it's just so inviting when you walk in. Like there's just so much space. Yeah. Thank but you. that you can walk in. Like if you want your stuff fresh, it's there. You want the frozen stuff, you can get it that way. Um, but you can really load up. Yeah. And like. I, Part of me is like, why would I ever make anything at home if I could just come get stuff here? You know what I mean? <laughs> we like, have a I few can't... customers, I think, that do not like do anything but eat eat exclusively refired just based on based on their order history. I, yeah. And I mean, we have baskets out front and I am I'm always kind of humbled but shocked about how many people grab a basket on the way in. And you know, it's great to have dinner tonight, Shepherd's Buyer Lasagna, but it's always great to have some items in the freezer to pull out on those nights you don't want to cook or run to the grocery store and people get that like it's it's generally multiple multiple items and you know we didn't know what that would look like but that's kind of the shopping pattern of our customers it's it's you know people do come in and buy a single item definitely but way way more often than not it's a couple of soups a couple of freezer items and and maybe dinner that night do you find that people that come back is your sense that they kind of like go through the whole menu and like, like try everything or do they sort of stick to specific stuff? I've, I, it's a little bit of both. I definitely have people comment saying I'm working my way through your menu. I'm yeah. working and, and then, you know, and sometimes they'll be like, you know, I'm working my way through your menu, but I'm going to pull pork again tonight because mm -hmm. I freaking love that stuff. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, common, common, uh, exchanges, you know, I'm making my way through your whole menu. Yeah. I almost think that if somebody sees something on the menu here that they traditionally don't like, that's the first thing they should order because that's you, a real testament. I'm not even like kidding. Shepherd's pie, try ours. I yeah. hated shepherd's pie. When he, when he said we're doing shepherd's pie, I was like, meh, all right. <laughs> I guess people like it, I guess. But you know, I didn't know my mom did not execute a good shepherd's pie. Yeah. God bless her. Um, but she just said, I thought I did not like the dish based on growing up with it. And then, you know, I had to taste this his and I'm like, like that's not shepherd's pie. Yeah. Um, at least not that I'd ever known. So, you know, if you, it's the commercial taste it again for the first time, mm. try this one. Um, it's a different experience. Yeah. How many different feature dishes? Cause for anyone that hasn't mm. been here, there's a different feature dish every week. Like yeah. you have your staple menu, but then there's a feature dish every week. How many different features have you guys done? How long we've been in business? Yeah. So like one a week, or you do the math. One a week, we doubled repeat? up a couple yeah. times. Yeah. Like yeah. some of the superstars. A few, yeah. 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 Uh, on popular demand, like we we bring it back because I'm the one that deals with the emails, um, and I you know I see the requests, and there's there's a lot of fans that are vocal about like bring back this, bring back mm -hmm. this, and when I start hearing a pattern of. I break down and come to these guys and go, we got to bring back. And we call it an all-star. So we, we bring back an all-star and we're about to bring back a special one. I don't even know if we want to release that over the <laughs> internet right now, but there's something really cool coming that it's been a long time coming. We did it once and it got 
evaporated online. It was popular and it's coming back yeah. um, for Christmas. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. if somebody is going to order the feature, what's the recommendation? It's, it's like, is it Tuesday or Wednesday that they go up online? So the way it works, so we, we have a subscribers list and we're, we're loyal to them because they're loyal to us. And so what we do is we, every Sunday evening, we tip off our subscribers about what's coming. We used to release it online kind of right away and, and like our social media channel is, is growing, but it, you know, it's fairly responsive and, and they would sell it quite quickly. And our subscribers would be a little lamented that, you know, they didn't get one because literally within a day or two they they do get snapped up. So we started just tipping off our subscribers and say, Hey, this is, you get first dibs, um, which we, we like that. And they're been supporting us and they're interested in receiving our message. So that's generally how that goes. But, but they do know they need, they need, if they Sunday night, if they see it and they want it, they need to buy right then and there online. They can choose any night in the week, as long as they pick it up or deliver it within that week. Like if they see it on Sunday, but they want to have dinner on Friday, they just select Friday on the drop down and, and we'll have it made for them and it'll be in the fridge Friday for them, um, for them to pick up. So, yeah. Uh, but those- it's, just, it's just like the way you guys have this whole situation set up. Like, I like the thought process of like sort of giving people an incentive and rewarding them for being a subscriber. And like the first week I did it, you sent out like a $15 coupon that week. Yep. yep. So like, <laughs> like go and subscribe right now. If we you don't just it. want to give you like information. Every now and again, we, we tuck a little, tuck a little something in there. A little bit unexpected. Yeah. 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 That was a week of a second email. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. You timed it right then. Yeah. yeah, I know. But yeah, that was like, because yeah. that doesn't happen very often, right? The second yeah. email situation. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so if you haven't subscribed, you should 100% go do it. And and just again, like the online presence, the the ease of of the whole um, experience of ordering your food. Like you've got the awesome pictures up there so you can see what it is. The ease of making the food and just like just procuring it. Like there's like no friction. Mm-hmm. You manage to somehow strip as much of that away, I think, as you possibly can. That's awesome. And how much like how much thought have you guys given to this whole process is it really refined over the past year or is it kind of the same as it was like when you guys opened the shop here to me like we're learning something new every day um and we learn from our customers what they like and and maybe what what doesn't go well the specials um you know by and large are are successful but we do get feedback and and a big part of that feedback is how quickly something sells out we, we know something's hit out of the park and really speaks to Victoria when we've had specials that get evaporated in, in nine hours yeah. and, and the full capacity of what we can produce that week is is spoken for in advance. What is, what is that one that's gone in nine hours? Oh, God. Do you remember? Well, yeah. Uh, beef bourgeon. I can't yeah. even say it. I can bourguignon. never. Bourguignon. Bourguignon. Yeah. I, I would have said bourgeon. I know, yeah. I know what you're yeah. saying. You know, <laughs> the huli chicken started like that. Yeah. yeah. The, we the, had the huli huli chicken. Uh, which is on, the one from last week. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. started as a special. Yeah, it was and, crazy. When we first did that, luckily we were right next door to a... A chicken, uh, yeah. a chicken, a chi- uh, chicken processor, producer, processor. Yeah. so we would just walk next door and buy, you know, more fresh chicken. To... We went through 60 kg of chicken yeah. for that special. Yeah. Wow. And that was when we were nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine now. Well, I guess oh, you guys yeah. have done well, it now. Yeah. yeah. I guess you do know. Yeah. 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 And, and some, some of those, you know, become a, uh, become a, an item and, and, uh, 
one thing I know I keep going back to these guys, like our veggie lasagna, we, we bring that yeah. back a little bit. Often we'll, we'll throw a vegetarian option as a special because it's, we, our menu is fairly, you know, meat centric. Um, there's a lot of protein in a, in a lot of our dishes and we do have vegan options. Absolutely. We want to grow them uh, and we have vegetarian options that we want to grow as well. But uh, the special is an opportunity to, to bring, bring that in now and again. And I'll tell you what, as soon as we can make it work to, for us to have a vegetarian lasagna in the house, like that's a, that's a special that just gets destroyed. Um, Cause we make a, a good version of it too. Okay. It's uh, it's a little bit unique in its, in its construction and it's well received. And when we put it out, my email blows up. Um, why is this only here for a week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we'll also have people that buy four to six of them when, you know, when the, the email goes out that, that we're releasing it that week. Because so. you guys too good of a too good of a job. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of yeah, a victim you, of your own. Yeah, you kind of like do shitty stuff sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> don't actually do that. Yeah. The marketing guy's going to advise against. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> but maybe maybe that's in a situation where the bigger kitchen. Definitely. And then maybe the veggie maybe comes on board maybe at some point. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, going back to the question, it's like, you know, do you refine? We do because we're, we learn from those kinds of experiences. We learn from our customers. We're definitely learning from our staff. Um, and, uh, you know, we're finding things that work better. And, and But it, it, we do get more streamlined and it kind of gets gets a little easier, right, as we learn. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'm sure, as I said, it'll be something that we uh, discover <laughs> that we haven't learned yet, but yeah. we'll learn it the hard oh, way. Yeah. But fortunately, our lessons have not been that, you know, there's not been painful lessons to learn. We find something and shift and pivot and, and come back stronger for it. And yeah, what we, what we do find, especially with the, well, our menu and then with the specials too, um, that we have to stick pretty close to who we are as far as comfort food, you know, and that's, those are our biggest sellers. And we see that a lot with our specials too. If we try and be a little bit too, chefy and you know do something a little bit different or unique and um but man it uh we sure notice a difference when we do something that's more home style home style comfort comfort food and they're generally the ones that really kind of blow up and so like with the food how do you choose an item that you're like okay this is going on the actual menu how does that happen like how much has the menu evolved this year, if you well, look at sort of the staple one, I think when we first started, we had twelve items. Yeah. When we first opened, now we have twenty-five or twenty-six items. Yeah. Twenty-seven items, I guess. But I think for the most part, it was, <clears throat> yeah. Initially, it was just things that we brought on as a special, and they just blew up. So, you know, as we as we progressed and we thought, well you know moving from keating to downtown when we got a bigger space we thought okay we can afford to bring on three or four more things what three or four things we want to bring on well the pulled pork mac was one of them the yeah. chicken tetrazzini was another oh, one yeah, that one's delicious <laughs> we yeah. brought the jambalaya back I brought think. the jambalaya 2.0. back yeah because yeah. yeah. we had it in the very beginning but then cut it reconfigured it a little bit yeah. And, then... yeah and brought it back so you know those things got added to the menu and then since then it's you know the for us to grow we've 
it's been mostly add sort of one thing at a time and generally they've been a a special that's been really well received yeah is there uh, any dishes that take way longer to make than any of the others those tend um, to not last longer than <laughs> well, 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 no. like this must factor in if it there, takes too long to make well, you can't but there, we can break it up and in, into into steps right like the the meatballs we can yeah break up in a mixing you know making the mix and then baking them off and then and then you make the marinara, you cool it down and, you know, and you can have multiple people involved in that. Yeah. So you can break down a big job into manageable pieces. Right. Um, and how are you guys coming up with the, with the recipes? Yes. Um, just, just, four, so we've, yeah, years experience. Yeah, just stuff that we've done over the years for the most part. Yeah. You know, and Brian and I'll go, you know, what do you think about trying this or what do you think about trying that? And, you know, we generally end up tweaking it one way or another and adding a little of this and less of that and until we get, we're pretty similar as far as our tastes go, so, yeah. uh, which helps a lot. Um, so, you know, we just try things and. It's great and, to have someone to bounce ideas off to right. and, and, and get, someone that's open to yeah. like being receptive to ideas. Yeah. Right? And to like taste stuff and, and you trust a hundred percent that, um, they're going to be honest with you. Yeah. That's like, the big thing. you know, don't, you don't just, somebody that just don't tell like, me this. Oh, that's great. That's great. It's like, <laughs> no, like be like, no, it needs this. Or yeah. I don't really like it. Maybe if we tried this or yeah, that is great. Yeah. Um, how can we make, how can we make that on mass? Right. Mm -hmm. Cause a lot of stuff we come up with mm -hmm. are, are good ideas, but it's really hard to execute when you're thinking of making, you know, five, 600 units a week. Of course. Right. right. So, and so when you come up, when you have an idea and you dial it in, like, taste delicious, right? Yeah. Going back to the frozen part. So you start off just by making it taste great as it is. And then, yeah. then you have to reverse engineer, like, how do you get it to freeze? Yeah. Is that yeah. So we'll, we'll come up with, um, you know, let's take the shepherd's pie again, right? So we had no idea what it would be like once you froze it and thought, you know, thought it out. So, you know, we, uh, we tried it and then, you know, the fresh product was great. So then, you know, to, this was before we opened, mm -hmm. you know, fresh product was great. Okay. Now we have to freeze it. So we froze it and then it was okay. Now we'll bring it out, thaw it out like someone would do at home, thaw it out in the fridge overnight mm -hmm. and then fired in the oven the next day and brought it back and it worked, you yeah. know? So, um, it was, that's generally how we do with everything is, mm -hmm. you know, we'll try it fresh. If it tastes great, fresh, yeah. um, something that we think fits um then the next thing is to you know try it frozen and then if it's not on point frozen then you just started trying to figure out what tweaks well, you have yeah to make. we did there was a few tweaks with certain things that we would have to um you know do as far as the sauces and and whatnot but um you know some things just didn't work you know mm -hmm. and it was like okay nice try but yeah we had to move on to something else right what are those things that didn't work there's a couple soups that we've done that really, you know, separate when you freeze them or sauces that we've done for dishes that oh, I see. separate or, or uh, you mm -hmm. know, even stuff, you know, I, I like we, we take the specials that are left over. If there's any left over, we'll take one out of the bunch, freeze it, and then we'll we'll bring it back to see because, you know, if it was a super hit like the crab cakes or the pork belly fried rice or anything like that. Oh, I didn't um, know you guys did that. The mm -hmm. the crab cakes. Anything or... pork belly is oh, like, man. <laughs> come on now. Yeah. 
but the the crab cakes were stellar and then after they were frozen and then and thawed out and heated back up not so good you know yeah it really it takes on too much uh moisture from the freezer okay and it's not 100 percent it's okay texture changes obviously the the freezing process but just certain ingredients don't come back from frozen as good as other ones so you know it influences your your choice of veg you know some veg is a little hardier coming back and that's right. maintain its texture yep so if they're putting together a sauce and one of the veggies is a little suspect it maybe goes a little slimy or a little mushy or what have you coming back we have to rethink that one and and maybe replace it with something else or take it out altogether or you know so it's it's not necessarily just a dish but sometimes something within that dish yeah. just needs to be swapped out or or omitted because Even like a fresh basil leaf for garnish looks nice in the fridge but you know you take that you black. put it in the freezer <laughs> and, yeah and it's yeah. black right yeah. and it's yeah are there yeah. any dishes that you like maybe haven't figured out but you're like we need to have this thing on the menu if you ain't got to figure it out by now yeah, yeah. <laughs> like any frustrated ones that have been frustrating or something mm-hmm I mean, not really frustrated. I mean, pretty much all are. Um, or have you been able to figure out everything you've wanted to yeah, figure out? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. there, you know, we, we had to test things, right? So, I, you know, some of them took longer than others to, um, you know, to make them perfect. Perfect. Yep. You know, um, but um, yeah, there's nothing been where we've really gone. I mean, the, other than things that just didn't work, right? Yeah. And, and and we just you know moved on from them but uh yeah for the most part yeah and have any of the features been desserts we are just we did one feature yeah we just kind of got got into like our first parlay into dessert and it's been a smash it's been um it's it's again unapologetically comfort food so it's it's dead on brand for us it's uh, an apple crumble yeah with caramel sauce but instead of just a normal crumble there's oatmeal cookie dough so it bakes let's see it's a take and bake you put it right in your oven just one pan pop it in and the top bakes out into oatmeal cookies mixed with caramel and apple and you know you got vanilla ice cream on that you're you're done it's it's an awesome dessert it's our first kick at the can it's perfect for Mm -hmm. our customers yeah the feedback on it's been incredibly good there's an appetite for more so Mm -hmm. there's going to be some experimentation in the new kitchen once we get past christmas here which has got a lot going on a lot of moving parts for these guys in in this time of year um but dessert's something we're going to probably mm-hmm. have a couple I like more the s'mores jar those were fun yeah yeah Ooh. so we've yeah. had a couple of experiments that were were really good yeah, yeah. i love s'mores one thing <laughs> i do want to mention just about like tweaking the menu and stuff like that we now you know a year more more into operations we understand there's a little dynamic shift seasonally so summertime menu versus wintertime menu so right now we've we've switched over our menu in october to more cream-based soups you know, like the the cream mushroom that you talked about, that's part of our winter program. Split pea ham, um, yeah, chicken tetrazzini's brought chili. back. So our Texas Texas brisket chili, I think it's almost done. We should talk about that dish. It's, I don't like chili, and I love this dish. It's like the meatiest chili. It's not like just a bowl of beans and, and sauce. Our chorizo brisket chili is 
whole, probably a whole nother show. Yeah, it's delicious. Um, I just, I don't know. I, like, yeah. I eat the whole container in one shot. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's dangerous. Um, Makes good chili dogs. But so, yeah. so come summer, we're going to roll out our spring summer menu. And it'll be little lighter soups, more broth-based, more fresh vegetable-type-oriented uh, soups, purees. A um, little bit expanded on the salad line, but also barbecue-friendly that you can just take and bake on your barbecue um so you'll see that come in spring so mm. we'll kind of cycle through our menu kind of you know out with the winter come spring those heavy soups go away for for six months and and we bring in some lighter fare that's more conducive to to just summertime in the way that we eat in summer because not everyone wants to turn their oven on we know that um so you'll see a shift in our menu and something to kind of look forward to in spring I like that. Yeah. My dad has got one of those air fryers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'd never seen one before. Oh, <laughs> so I used it to reheat something. I'm like, this is actually kind of cool. Because yeah. like, he didn't want to turn his oven on to reheat some one little thing, right? Yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't know right. how they work, but it, it it's did a great job. It's just super high heat. And usually they're on or off. Like, yeah. Because it just went yeah, yeah, Mine is. Either, it's but. one button on or off. Oh, yeah. His will actually do like, you can set the temperature. Oh, that's cool. And it, yeah, I don't know. It seemed yeah. like some magic stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but it was working. It worked amazing. Yeah. yeah. It was way, and it was way, I forget what I reheated. I, I don't remember what it was, but like it destroyed the microwave. Yeah. Right. Like how awful is the microwave for reheating stuff? Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. It's just like. So you might as well steam it. <laughs> yeah. Like one hilarious thing is even like pizza pops. If you have oh, pizza yeah. pops in, in the oven versus the microwave. Yeah. Like this different. is two totally different things. You don't yeah. get the molten lava center. <laughs> the, the microwave. Like, oh, yeah. You just get that crisp on there. And I take some like Caesar dressing and I dip it in there. Oh, it's like a really weird combo, but it works fancy. for me. Uh, yeah. Fancy. Is our next special? Yeah. <laughs> you guys could crush some type of like pizza pop thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you guys ever done something like that? Not, Not yet. Not today. Yeah. No. no. Okay. Never say never. Yeah. <laughs> We've been honestly up until. Uh, like still even now we've been very limited on kitchen space you know uh, we keep outgrowing our spaces uh, so what you know as excited as we get and as the business grows we still have to remember that the menu that brought us here is what really has to come first so we've got a lot of ideas and we've got a lot of things on the on the back burner um, but once, once we get more space, uh, that'll really open us up to, to more ideas. So, yeah. And it's just like, it's, it's just amazing to me. Just again, what you guys do, I can't believe it. Yeah. Like I just, I keep going over my head. Um, my thing here is running down and I don't know if it's going to shut off at some point here. I think we're still okay. Yeah. Everybody we're, we're doing this kind of crazy, like there's three of them. They only have two microphones. My battery packs aren't uh, aren't fully charged. Like I don't want to lose anything here. So I'm just gonna we'll pause this and then we'll keep going. So one thing I really respect is is people and businesses that have opened during the pandemic, which I mean this is one of them, right? You guys did yeah. it after the pandemic started. What has that sort of been like? Because I feel like everyone in the world, like we've all been at a higher stress level, and I can imagine that opening a business is a stressful thing to do so like what what has that been like for you guys to sort of open this thing and and have it sort of i guess it makes it easier when it kind of takes off and people get behind it right right it probably takes off some of the stress but what's that been like with the pandemic and opening a business we get asked that quite a bit and we get kind of the 
accolades for being a successful business that was, you know, born out of COVID or, or came to fruition in, in a time of COVID. And I'm always like at a little bit of a crossroad when I hear that because, I mean, while yes, it, opening any business is a risk and, and, you know, we didn't have any experience with ownership or, you know, even this type of business this is retail essentially. And none of us come from that background. Um, but at the same time, COVID and the way people connected with food as a result of COVID actually gave us a bit of a lift. Um, you know, people weren't going out to restaurants as they were shut down. People certainly didn't want to go shopping as much and spend time in a grocery store. So, you know, for the things like the chef's plate and the HelloFresh, you know, they, they skyrocketed. People were getting, you know, certainly grocery delivery and those kinds of services skyrocketed. Takeout, skip the dishes, went bananas. Yeah. Um, you know, and we were we were on the same program. Like we, you know, our model fit that new appetite of the way people were connecting with food. And and you know, it's it's always nice to hear the accolades of saying, you know, you were so brave to do this. But you know, it, there's always that tingle in the back of my brain that goes, you know, we we had some help. Like it, it didn't work against us the way it did for some food purveyors in the city. And I, you know, we have so many friends um, and we all come from the hospitality industry that, you know, were get shaken and devastated by this and their companies and businesses, you know, they're doing everything they can do to hang on. And, you know, we're, you know, we were kind of having, you know, positive results. And it's sometimes hard to celebrate your success when your friends are not experiencing the same, you know, successes given the same circumstances. But so, you know, for us, I feel like we were a little bit lucky with, with the timing of that and the way our business model was structured that it, you know, it didn't really, well, it I was think, actually a positive thing. I think too is that um, like it would have never happened without no. COVID, right? Because yeah, I, you know, my whole life and career, I always had to have a full-time job. I had, you know, kids and mortgage and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, I could never see myself just going, you know what, I'm going to, you know, for the next year or so, I'm not going to get a paycheck and just start my own thing. Um, I had thought about it a lot, you know, wanting to do my own thing over the years, but um, would never make that leap. And COVID forced me to make that leap. And these guys were in the same boat. So it was, I think, probably easier for them too, where they, you know, jumped on board, will make the leap. Um, and you know, we weren't, um, you know, well, yeah, we weren't, you know, we looked at it like, okay, let's give ourselves, what did we say? Three months three or months. four months, something like that. We'll move into Keating. We'll do it for three or four months. Um, you know, it didn't really cost us anything, uh, other than the cost of the food. Um, let's try it, see what happens. And, you know, at the end of the three or four months, it was, we'd made this leap. And so it was like, okay, what's the next step, you know, without us co it costing us really a lot of money. And we made the next step, which included, you know, doing a little reno on the store here and buying some fridges and freezers and, you know, which got us over Christmas into the new year. And then there was another huge leap and it was like, okay, at that point, you know, a year, not quite a year ago, we, three of us kind of went, okay, this is a thing, you know, we're committing we're all in now we're committing so it wasn't something like we you know just jumped in and thought oh this is going to be successful right away 
we kind of, you know, we yeah. took it in stages and, and made calculated steps, you know, that, uh, luckily went our way and, uh, yeah, it's just kept growing since. So without COVID, it never, never would have happened. Yeah. I, Cause I would have never thought of quitting my job and yeah, just going out on my own and starting something. Yeah. I lost my job because of COVID. Um, in, I was in Vancouver and you know, that whole, all that st- stopped. Like there's no more restaurants and bars and everything. So I was out of work over there and that allowed me the opportunity to kind of jump back and forth, um, here, uh, to get this started. You know, it would have never have happened. I wasn't living in the city. I wasn't on the trajectory of wanting to own my own business. I was, I was in a cocktail bar, you know? So yeah, for the first five months, Brian would jump on the first ferry Monday morning and, uh, <laughs> had get off the ferry and meet me at Keating and we'd do our thing for five days. And then he'd be on the three o'clock ferry Friday to go home for the wow. weekend. <laughs> he did that every week for five months. Wow. Respect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, like the right idea, right place, right time yeah. type thing. Yeah, well, the fact that, you know, we we have such a massive long history, but we've all had jobs. Mm-hmm. The fact that we actually could all come together on this, like he At wasn't off doing time. a different career. I wasn't doing something that I couldn't, you know, step participate away. and step away from. So, yeah, like serendipity mm-hmm. all around. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say, too, I just realized that. You look like Walter White right now. I can't. It's been bothering me all night that, that I'm not kidding. You look like a spitting image. I've been in a bar where I was getting called Walter White by multiple patrons. Yeah. I'm like, I don't get it. I've looked at a million pictures of him. Oh, you don't I've, see it. I don't see it, but I do know other people see it. I still haven't got a it free table at a restaurant or anything. I don't know. Maybe if you had the black hat thing. I don't know. But, uh, you know, I've not the first time I've heard that. It baffles okay. me. I'll mm-hmm. take it as a compliment. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Breaking Bad's one of my favorite shows. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, so, I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. 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 That yeah. story that just clicked in my head as, as we're doing this. Yeah. I just had I was, to say something. Yeah. Um, and, and so this location here that you guys got. Were you guys shopping around for a location or did it kind of fall in your lap, so to say? Again, kind of serendipity around here. I, you know, part of, you know, one of the, the hats I was wearing at the time is I was doing a little bit of management and had a connection to the company that's going to be doing a development here. And they tipped us off that this was a potential location that they're looking to occupy while they're waiting, you know, they want. They don't want to have a lot of st- empty street um, frontage while they're waiting to develop, and so it was an opportunity for us to, you know, have a little bit of easement on on the rent, but yet still occupy a space. And their criteria was, you know, they want something that's going to be vibrant, maybe bring a little bit of traffic to the block, maybe do some something for the greater good of all the the neighborhood here. And uh, they liked the concept, so they you know, let us, let us come in when, when this space was occupied, it was like this, there's a pony wall just behind you here, um, to kind of make the space make sense. It was cavernous. It was a massive space. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays, when back in the day, when, when that was, this was our pickup depot, I would literally tape a 
a handwritten in a Sharpie sign, piece of paper on, on the window that just said refire kitchen pickup depot <laughs> and i would sit here in a chair in this massive cavernous space and we had one stand-up consumer level refrigerator and one consumer level uh freezer really and i would watch people baffled and kind of timidly open up the door and go like is this because our website looks pretty you know you don't know where you're going <laughs> the website looks pretty legit yeah uh, and then they show up at the at the depot and it's like you know, sketchy sign yeah. handwritten on the door, and one lone dude sitting on a chair. And Walter White's inside. Right, Walter, Walter White's greeting you, uh, and I'd be like, "You, you here to pick up your order?" And they're like, "Yeah, I think so." And I would ask them their name, and it would be one of five orders. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't. I didn't have to hunt through a bunch of bags uh, and and hand them an order. And that that was the early days. Um, so I hope uh, you have photos of that too. You, well, like we do. documented, we do. I yeah, okay. we yeah. absolutely do. Because to be able to look back on that kind of stuff, yeah, like that's really cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. man. Well, yeah. So as we started to build out, you know, kind of, and and it, we kind of went back and forth. Like Todd was saying, like in the stages, our goal was nobody writes a big check. That like we just kind of stole, and so nobody gets hurt here if if things don't work out. It's, you know, three months, and the next step is like you know, nobody's writing a big check yet until we had that. Okay, like. We right. all look at each other, go, we in, we're in, we're like, what's happening here? You know, at that point, then, you know, the things had to develop. But so we were thinking like, okay, well, we'll just paint the floor and we're literally just going to have a curtain across like a, you know, get five shower curtains or something yeah, sure, and just not? block <laughs> off the space. And, um, but, but, you know, at that time we started to know that hey, it's a little bit more here. I think we need to like legitimize the shop. And, and, and although we did it definitely on a budget, I love the way it came out. I think it's again like it's it incredibly just, it inviting suits, it suits us mm -hmm. it's um our customer we get great feedback from the customers from the in-store shopping experience so i love the way it came out um and i think going forward with with other locations where we are going to use this as a model mm -hmm. to to kind of you know keep the branding consistent and what the expectation is from the customer's perspective when they go you know if you go to this refire you go to this refire you know they're going to have a pretty similar similar experience yeah just i mean at the front with all the windows there yeah like it's very open yeah it just there's a lot of space you're not feeling tight and crammed at all yeah like it's just you guys crushed it so hard yeah and that again was just who, who designed the front part um i did yeah i mean it's kind of <laughs> like i said the ham and egg thing is yeah. uh so yeah i i take on that kind of stuff so that these guys can stay head down Making shepherds, yeah. <laughs> the endless, voracious appetite of Victoria and their shepherd yeah. spot. Yeah, and also making something called the holiday heater. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Which you guys put up on the website that it's going to be available. I think at some point. Well, so we. So we, I, and I don't know when this episode's going to go up. Yeah. So I don't know if it'll be available already sold out. If it's, I mean, <laughs> if you go on the website and you see it, maybe you want to order it. You want to come in the store and get it. But for people that don't know what the holiday heater is. Maybe, maybe share. I think, yeah. <laughs> Todd's been making most of them, so it's like a one bake um, Thanksgiving Christmas dinner, all in one pan. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's layered. So it's got uh, stuffing. We do a apple, apple, bacon, and sage stuffing. Um, then fresh roasted turkey. Um, roasted carrots and onions, and then the uh, whipped potatoes that we use for the shepherds. It's the same recipe to top it with. Um, 
bacon in the oven. Uh, like There's all some our, gravy in there too. With all our other, like all our other dishes, uh, takes it'll take the same amount of time. The bigger ones take longer, hour and a half for the family size. Um, uh, and then we serve it with uh, turkey gravy and cranberry sauce that we make both of those in house too. Again, so. it's going to be like a, an adventure with every bite. Like yeah. you're going to get all the all the flavors you would want to experience. Right. But it's just all in one, like, right. super simple. Yeah. We've been kind of like our first Thanksgiving and Christmas, I guess, Last too. Last year, yeah. Um, so Todd and I, like, ordered a whole bunch of turkeys and, and we deboned them and then uh, rolled them and roasted them and, and did the stuffing. And then we cryovac the bags with the, the turkeys and, and we sent it out to our guests uh, to bake it themselves at home. So they got the veggies, they got the mashed potatoes, they got all the sides with it, and they got the turkeys to roast off in the oven. And it was awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would love to do that again at some point. But as we progressed and as things moved on, when Rob's like, so, like, he keeps bugging us. He's like, <laughs> it's coming, it's coming. We're like, we know, we know, we know. What are you doing? I don't know. We didn't think we could, ha- we couldn't handle the volume, right? We could, we wouldn't be able to do that at all for where we're at yeah. right now. We just have nowhere volume. to put that many turkeys. Have nowhere to store yeah. everything. And so Rob says, what if we come up with a, like a, a one pan kind of deal? And I'm like, well, yeah. And why so not? Was, right. So we, we tested one and we loved it. It was, it. It was first, really like, good. First attempt. First, first shot. Attempt. Yeah. It was like, holy crap, this is, <laughs> And we crushed that tray, like it crushed like, it. Yeah. It was so delicious. It's, it's so instantly good. a full turkey dinner yeah. in one slice. And for the customer, their Christmas more or Christmas, I guess, prep consists of you don't even have to take the lid off. You just take the pan out of the fridge, I'd probably <laughs> rest it for a bit, and put it in the oven and then go join the family. They yeah. don't have to do anything. And so that was the feedback that we got. As soon as we launched it on Thanksgiving, immediately the following week is, I want one for Christmas. I want one. For, it was unbelievable. My email just stacked up of people trying to pre-order what we didn't even know was going to continue at that point. Yeah. Um, and I just came to them and said, like, yeah. do we do anything different ever going forward? Because, like, no and one it's wants on us brand to. with us too, like the whole like it one is. pan, one pan, heats no, up. no mess, no fuss. And you get, so you get the pan, but you also get a full liter of the gravy. Oh. Um, and these guys gravy is yeah. on, like also on those emails is I want more of that gravy. Yeah. Um, very common theme. And they also do a really killer, like, I'd just call it like an adult version of, of cranberry. It's like, it's homemade cranberry. There's ginger and orange juice and all, like, it's just a really, I don't like cranberry because I've always had, you know, ocean spray or whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, but this is like, and, and so you get that and you're done. And, and, and Christmas is done. There's no, I mean, if some, you know, uncle wants to bring his fried Brussels sprouts, you know, bring that and, and have that with it. But for the person executing Christmas day, like, if you do this, you won't do anything different. You'll love the flavor and the eat, like just no pressure day. What do you do with the carcass after all those things that come along with preparing a big dinner just, like it's that? So much time spent. Yeah. And like based on what you guys make of other dishes, 
like I, I have to assume that this is going to like annihilate anything I could ever do myself. Even yeah. if I spent all those hours trying to make it individually, why would I do that when I could just come get something like this? Like it, it, yeah. to me, for, for me, it would be dumb. Like I would actually be wasting my time. And I just, I can't do that when, when you guys would crush it anyways. Like it literally is no effort at all. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, we, uh, you know, home style is our thing, but you know, even there's so many aspects to that holiday heater dish. Um, like with the stuffing, just the stuffing itself has a ton of steps involved, mm -hmm. but you know, you take one aspect like the gravy. And so we have to render down all the fat and that, and that's what we use for the base, uh, roast off the bones, make the stock, make the gravy, season it, cool it down. Like that's just the gravy. I'm getting hungry. You know, the, <laughs> the cranberry sauce is all like. Uh, cranberries, fresh ginger, you know, zest, all, all the citrus and the orange juice and everything. Uh, tons of red wine. Eight liters of red wine went into that mm -hmm. 40 liter batch of cranberry sauce. Wow. You know, um, it's stuff that is so like it's very endearing and, and, and it's very approachable to the customer. But it's not, it's stuff that they can't make themselves. You know, it, it's things that come with our experience, you know, our, you know combined 60 years of experience in the game or whatever it is. So again, did but, you, you know, we, much older than we, we, uh, we love getting nerdy about all those things that you might think turkey gravy, but you know, a lot went into that turkey yeah. gravy. A lot goes into that cranberry sauce. A ton goes into that shepherd's pie mix. So like, did you, did you take like, like, like all the different aspects individually, like your recipe for those things before and just put them together? Or did you change them to sort of go together better in one shot well we tr we basically tried you know todd's the stuffing guy uh, <laughs> and, and, the, and the gravy guy too so oh. and then if we just you know uh, our cooking styles be i apprenticed under todd too and we've worked cooked in the kitchen together a lot and uh um we have very similar approaches to how we make things so, so stuff like the like the mashed potatoes that goes on top we've it's been tested and tested and tested because it's what we put on the shepherd's pie. So for us, it was like, okay, it's a garlic whip, you know, Yukon gold potato, yeah. mashed potato, you know, and it's, uh, it's a, it's a great mashed potato. Yeah. So that naturally we thought if you're going to top it, we'll top it with that. Um, things like the, we do roasted carrots and onions as the, sort of the vegetable layer, but you know, we put a lot of time into roasting them to make sure they're caramelized and we add fresh thyme and the onions are caramelized too. So like, you know, things like that were, you know, um, does it matter how you level it? Like, like putting this one on the bottom would actually be different than on the it middle. Absolutely it would, yeah. 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 So like we put the stuffing first, then the carved Turkey. And then we put like a thin layer of gravy over the Turkey. Um, just so that when it does bake, it keeps the Turkey nice and moist. And then the carrots and then the, the mashed potato yeah. on top. I want this shit right now. Like, cause I didn't, I didn't have it at Thanksgiving. So, right. but I'm just picturing in my head, like rolling over the other things I've had. Yeah. That it just be fire. Well, and it just worked. Like we just tried it once. It was, yeah. the, we had the ingredients that we made up and it was like, okay, well let's just throw one together and 
see how it works. And so we threw one together. And were you uh, shocked how how well it came out? Yeah, we I, were, I, I, was I was totally shocked. I yeah, absolutely I, was. <laughs> we envisioned yeah. it. We sounded it off, and like you know, we all kind of go. That's a good potential. And then when it actually came out, I was just like, Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. I had an experience like that at Rap and Roll before they closed down. Three days before they closed, I asked Mo to make an upside down pizza with the sauce on the top, right? right. Just uh, just pepperoni. There oh. was no mushroom. Just put put um, put the sauce on the top, like the pepperoni, yeah. then cheese, and then sauce. And I'm like, what? I don't I don't see why people like this thing. We just kind of winged it. He did it, and we had it. And both of us, a light bulb went off in our head. Like, holy fuck. Yeah. Why is this so much better? We just changed the pizza game. Yeah. yeah. But but just like, it just, like it didn't even have mushrooms. It was just pepperoni. Yeah. Right. Normally, I don't get excited about a pepperoni pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's amazing when you do have like, you try something and then it's just like, whoa. Yeah. Like you thought it might be good, but it's just like, wow. Yeah. yeah. So I guess it makes sense that everyone's like blown up your email box that they want this thing. It, it does. It does make sense to me. It's uh you guys should have like a refire holiday, like in April. Do oh, do like well. do like one of these in April of like the refired holiday meal of like idea. April. Well, for Easter, we're considering another option as well, and this isn't totally sussed out. But we've recently done a country ham scallop potato bake um, that was pretty, that was pretty good. energetically oh, yeah. embraced online as well. Um, okay. We have a, you know, we, we're in. Oh, yeah, I had that this, actually. You did? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got that one. Yeah. Well, yeah, I had nice. that with my dad. The, yeah. the, the ground I, bacon crumble. Um, again, I don't like scalloped potatoes in general, but oh, yeah. like that one crushed. Yeah. Delicious. Um, you know, so planning planning meals, like special meals around the holiday, definitely something that we, we want to be able to execute. So um, Thanksgiving and Christmas are, are lockdowns for you know, this, this iteration of the holiday heater for sure. Um, and we'll have a look at what Easter looks like. And yeah, I just think like earlier yeah. in the year, having some type of meal, cause like Thanksgiving and, and Christmas time, like having those meals is at the end of the year, Yeah, yeah. but having maybe a couple near the start for some reason, just like for any reason, yeah, it's kind of throw something in there. Make our own holiday. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. like have a refire holiday meal in like, yeah. in like uh, June or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's something different. This guy's going for my job here. Yeah. <laughs> Fire the marketing guy because some guy's shining over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like I think you had mentioned an Oreo jar or something earlier. Yeah. But do like a, a mini egg type thing or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's all sorts of stuff. All yeah, sorts right. of stuff. I love it. I don't know. You just, you just send us your bill when you're done giving consulting <laughs> on our marketing. Nothing, like, nothing it. like that. Yeah. But yeah, the holiday heater though, like this, the whole concept of it, because really that saving that time, because for me, like I don't really do presents. On, on holidays and stuff i i'll get something if i know somebody it would be impactful for them but i like i'd rather spend time with people because that's mm-hmm. what's invaluable yeah. yeah so just freeing up that time that like let's say somebody now doesn't have to spend eight hours that day right they can actually spend the time with their family yeah like that's yeah. that's There's no paramount and even when they're spending time with their family all they're thinking about is what they should be doing in the kitchen yeah. or, or how much yeah. time I'd got before I got to take that out and put the other thing. It's like, they can't relax. If and they, then imagine if they miss the time yeah. and the, then the bird gets like a lot of pressure on that individual. Yeah. Mom yeah. had a lot of pressure on it. Yeah. 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 Then it's like super, it's just like, it's depressing on some yeah. level. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. like now the meal's messed up. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it is a lot of pressure. Yeah. But it, uh, yeah. So I love the fact that you guys are able to help some people with that. Yeah. So I imagine it probably sells out pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, we're it, it does, and 
by the time this, well, we're sold out now for the, for the one that feeds eight to 10. The good news is that no one knows right now and your listeners won't be finding out early based on the timeline that this yeah, likely who knows released. When this coming out. <laughs> um, but we are putting out a, what we call our full size. So it's our standard tray feeds three to four people. Um, and, and those will be available as a, as a frozen. So we're going to start building those pretty quick here and we'll have lots of inventory of that as much as we can. Um, and people will be able to purchase those in a frozen state. And then the night before just rest it in the fridge and that, you know, Christmas morning or whenever they're enjoying their holiday meal is pop it in the, in the oven and same experience. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. So the, and the big one, is that one just a fresh one? It's yeah. fresh. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. And I see. that feeds eight to 10 people. Uh, and they'll, people right now that have purchased that have selected to pick it up on the 23rd or 24th. It'll be built, but we're going to go to work and start building and freezing a bunch of inventory so that people, you know, more people can have it. And not everyone's feeding, you know, eight to 10 these days, that's, right? So a lot me. of smaller yeah. groups yeah. and, you know, myself included, I mean, I'd probably still get the eight to tenner just because <laughs> I like leftovers <laughs> yeah. and the pop. And I know, I know it freezes amazing and, and comes back amazing, but uh, you know, that, that size is going to be perfect for a lot of people. I mean, my issue though, like I want to get the eight to 10 one, right. Which probably for me is like four meals or Damn. something. Like I eat a lot, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like those little, the trays for two to three people, I could just eat the whole thing. Wow. You crushed But that. I just, I don't need to, I just feel like I need to chill. Yeah. <laughs> December's like the time where if I'm going to gain weight, like oh, I've literally gained like 10 pounds in December, like in previous years. Yeah. Right. So I just need to, and that's when I was working out. So like, I need to chill. Yeah. It'd be too tempting because <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. And I know I don't normally get excited about um, leftovers, but I think with this one, I would get, it would just be every time I had it, I'd probably like it more than the time before. Yeah. Well, that's with, with a casserole, any casserole. I mean, they just time a little age on it. It does good things actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just been amazing that, that every person that I've told to come here, like literally they don't come once, they come multiple times. Like, and they become repeat customers. Right. Yeah, you must you must really yeah, no. find that that it's like people don't just come once. We see we we've made friends with our customers. I mean yeah. our, our staff um highly encourage you to come visit our storefront because we've got some great people up front here and they've just they've made so many friends because they're seeing the same people over and over and they tell us that they're sending their friends here and you know as much as the website and our social presence has done good things for us the word of mouth is is the biggest thing i think in victoria that's huge it, it's the biggest yeah, thing for definitely. sure and so we've been lucky that the that's you know the quality of the product is is what it is and people feel comfortable and confident passing us along to their friends and family so it's that's really really helped our growth a lot i think there's something here for it like anybody yeah and then, I mean, all the stuff I've tried, certainly, like, it's, it's like, delicious is not the word for it, right? Yeah. Like, 15 out of 10, like I said, on everything. Damn. Like, there's nothing <laughs> that, like, it, like, I'll wet my pounce out of excitement if I'm going to eat anything from here. <laughs> That's awesome. So, just, like, everyone, like, if you haven't been here, um, you just, you have to come try it. Because it's just, it's not an option, in my, my opinion. And Thank you're probably going to become a repeat customer. Yeah. Um, but I'm wondering, do you have any plans upcoming? I mean, you mentioned the new kitchen. Um, the holiday heater. Is there anything else that's going to be upcoming or anything that you'd want to touch on? Yes. I mean, it's pretty hard to top second location. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I that's, that's, you know, our, our focus, like Christmas is really, uh, incredibly, 
stressful time for our kitchen. Like everybody's maxed in there right now. And so that's the head down focus right now. As soon yeah. as we get on the other side of that, the planning and development of building out the kitchen and the storefront is like, you know, there's going to be a short break where we're going to get about three days off. And uh, hopefully all of us are going to be able to decompress as much as possible because as soon as we're back, it's it's really going to be head down in, in the planning and development of the new location because that timeline is pretty quick turnaround. What are you going to do in your three days off? Oh, God. I, what do you, guys, what not, do, you do to keep, not decompress? Not cook turkey. Not, uh. cook, <laughs> not chop veg endlessly. And yeah. Pipe mashed potatoes. Yeah. For me, I'm going to try not to look at a computer, which will be yeah. really challenging. But obviously, that's for me. That's that's a big part of the, what I do, and just you know, the design work and stuff for uh, refire. But I'm going to try not to look at a at a computer for as long <laughs> as I can. I need to do that. Yeah, I, I think literally. A lot of people need to do like that. Like my girlfriend, like she hates it. How much? How addicted I am to my phone. Yeah, and it's bothering me. Yeah, because it's just like it's 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 not it's not good. Too much. It can't be. No. no. So like Instagram, I haven't really been on Instagram that much the past like three months because I've just been, I've had to focus attention to other places. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like for me, I'd rather spend time doing like podcasts like this than, than doing the Instagram thing. I find this to be more interesting yeah, to right. be able to like share people's stories and, and, and like share personalities. Yeah. Um, Cause like we were saying, like you guys aren't here. Right. right. So nobody can really ever speak to you. No, no. So this is an opportunity where people can see you. And that, and yeah. that to me means a lot. So it just, it is. Yeah. So I, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. And for like up, upcoming stuff, you know, new kitchen doesn't sound that exciting to most people, <laughs> but for like, for us, we yeah. finally get to outfit the kitchen with the equipment that we, we specifically pick. So you get to design the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my God. So, you know, full design, it's our equipment um the we get refrigeration and uh freezer space that is in much need right now let alone when we have a second and third store and and moving forward but you know that equipment and that space is really going to change a lot of things for us it's going to allow us to do a lot more things it's going to allow um you know a lot more r&d on the menu um you know, it, it could be a lot more expansion or it could just be a, a big, a constant change. Like each right. season could be more changing and we could stick to a, a similar amount of items or we could expand the amount. We're, we're going to mm-hmm. play with it. It's, it's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. <clears throat> I mean, we just can, be open to feedback and, you know, yeah, if it works, it works, right? right? But like, you know, a hundred liter steam kettle times three or four is going to be a, a lot easier to, to batch the stuff than hauling. You know, two people having to carry pots across the kitchen and, you know, it's yeah. it's going to be a huge change for us. Yeah. I guess you'll be expanding your team, I would yeah. imagine. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, like for me, this thinking about it, that's really cool now that you guys have come up with a business that's crushing. And now, like, you're providing jobs and, and supporting yeah. people in their livelihood now in Victoria. Oh, and it's... that's going to be expanding. Like, that's, that's wild. Yeah. Like, So, right now, the kitchen's open seven days a week. Um, the bowl store is, too. But we have people in the kitchen seven days a week um you know generally from seven thirty eight o'clock till four or five o'clock um but we're that's just with one store so with the bigger kitchen we're probably gonna have to add a afternoon evening shift um and and more staff to execute it so it, right away you know once we secure the space it's gonna uh um, be, 
double. Double. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're doing now. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I, I can't imagine what that must feel like though, to be able to design your own kitchen. Yeah. Like that must be like, just like, it's pretty cool. Candy, yeah. candy store, yeah like, totally. Well, like, and this kitchen is different than just your regular restaurant kitchen, right? There's, there's a lot of things that we don't need in, in the space, uh, which is kind of cool because then we can double or triple up on certain uh, pieces of equipment so that we can just, uh, you know, keep producing with the, the amount of growth we've got. And what are you, what are you most excited about? Like, as far as the kitchen goes? What pieces of equipment? Just in general, whatever oh. whatever that means to you. What are you most excited about? Oh. I mean, <clears throat> well, space. I mean, just we're so limited with what we can do and how much food <clears throat> we can produce just because of the space. So all the extra spaces in. in this location here. I, like a lot yeah. of, you know what I mean? There's lots of space yeah. here, but like, no kitchen. Like yeah. you can see some of our packaging in the corner there. Um, <laughs> we've recently bought all this uh, refrigeration and uh, freezer space just to take extra stock from the kitchen. Oh yeah. Like our, our main game right now is like juggling our, our, our stock, like the, the volume we're at now and the size of the kitchen we're in now is. We have to get food deliveries daily. Yeah. Daily food deliveries space to stock anything. So anything, you know, it's coming in the door and getting, you know, prepared and, fired back out the door to here the next day or the day after. Yeah. And you guys sell out of like everything, right? Everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool too. Yeah. yeah. Like just to see everything go out, nothing goes to waste. No. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it really means you are doing something right here. <laughs> yeah. That's a good indicator. <laughs> that's an yeah. understatement. Yeah. That's, <laughs> a, that's another great part about our business too, is we don't waste anything, you know, um, not, nothing's going in the bin. Yeah. Um, you know, the odd thing here and there might, like, you, this one thing might get burnt here and there and it, whatever, but it's not like anything's getting spoiled. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Anything that doesn't sell in a fresh state within a couple of days, it gets frozen. And once it's in the freezer, I mean, it's good for months. But, I mean, it, I'm always shocked at, like, we can't keep food in the freezer because we can't, it sells so much in the fresh state that we're only moving little bits into our freezer. And, and so we always thought that the problem was going to be, we're going to have a ton of frozen food because we're not, but it actually has been, we're, we're challenged to get food transferred into our freezer because it sells out so quickly yeah. fresh. So it's a good problem to have. It's, it's yeah. a great problem to have. And yeah. again, if you're ordering on the website or whatever, you can order frozen specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So you can like pick the day. I want this thing frozen. They're going to have it here for you. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, again, just the, the frictionless nature of the whole business is very cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, and then, so for you guys, as far as like decompressing in those three days, mm. what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> um, watch, watch a little football and. Okay. What team? Uh, uh, well, I'm a Seahawk fan. Okay. Uh, Seahawk and Steeler fan. Mm. So uh, <laughs> um, yeah, watch a little football, hockey. So big into sports so yeah. be a little bit of that and a lot of family i was born and raised here so i've got a huge family that's all still living here so yeah sisters and nieces and nephews and cousins and yeah so a lot of family and, and not like are you gonna do takeout those three days you're not gonna cook yeah. at all <laughs> no cooking oh <laughs> <laughs> well, no i'm cooking uh uh christmas dinner yeah so there's no way you're not my wife's side of the family but uh 
Not sure doing, what, I'm not sure what they're getting yet. A heater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's just do a heater. I'm like, you are technically, like, you are yeah. cooking that. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, yeah. But after a month of making them, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, they might get a prime rib instead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or, or would they eat it? Because you're probably, you've had so many of them, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. Or you've tried it already. Yeah. Maybe they get something, you get something special. Yeah, I get, I'll make myself a steak or yeah. something like that. Yeah. 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 So. But if you're going to order out, do you guys have like a, uh, a spot that you tend to go to? Around town? Mm, God, Victoria's food game is so incredibly good. I tell you, I got to give a shout out to one of my favorite uh, lunchtime meals is uh, Bold Butchery. And they're, I don't know if they're, I mean, they should be well known. Their chicken shawarma is off the charts good. And uh, they source their meat in an incredible way. And the owner's wonderful. And so I, that's, a, that's a meal that's frequent on my rotation for sure. Yeah, the little bowl, right? Well, I do it in the wrap, and if you okay, don't so you do, do the wrap, if you don't do it with double meat, hot sauce, and pickle, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> so that, well, that's my go-to. Yeah. One thing I found about there is the burger. I don't normally get two patties, Me but on either. that one, like I like the kind of a ratio. Burger, yeah. yeah, like I always get two patties though. Yeah, I find the ratio doesn't get thrown off. Whereas, like I love A and W, like a yeah. lot, like the team yeah. burger. Mm-hmm. But I, I I dislike the double patty team burger for some reason. Too much meat. Versus yeah, the ratio. Off, yeah. yeah, the ratio is messed up. Yeah. So, um, but at, at bold, yeah, hard I, sear on that and just squishing. Oh, get get two patties. Like, yeah. don't if you don't get that, then I think you're doing it wrong. Hundred <laughs> percent. But the the food is there is delicious. Yeah, on point. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. You guys have spots that you frequent at all? Not not really. Yeah, we tend to just kind of stick close to home for the most part. Okay. We've uh, been getting uh, dumpling drop a lot yeah. lately. I've been throwing dumplings in the freezer and and. Uh, they're so delicious. Yeah, it's, they're so good. A lot of work gets put into the prep, and it yeah. takes about eight minutes at home to get them all uh, cooked up. So yeah, Tarn is awesome. Yeah, um, respect to the, yeah. the business she's built. Yeah, yeah, a million percent. Yeah. The only the only problem with those things is when I've cooked them before, I've done it wrong, and I like tore open the the dumpling, and yeah. it didn't quite work out properly. Or I burned the bottom. Oh yeah. So I'm still learning how to like do that properly. Execution. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like putting the – I think you put the lid on at one point. Steam it. Yeah. Steam it. Yeah. But the first time I didn't do that and it was kind of messy. I don't know. Well, the yeah. crisp bottom and the chew on top, then you've nailed it. Yeah. 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 I'm getting there. Yeah. 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 It takes a few <laughs> tries. And then the chili oil is uh, delicious as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't been in there and tried the new – because she has some other items as well now. Yeah. Um, in there and I haven't tried those yet. Yeah, neither have I. Yeah, I've seen uh, like rolling out a bit of a menu. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So good for her. She's and she has the second things. location now. Yeah. At uh, Driftwood. Yeah. Which is very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still there. haven't checked out the new Driftwood, so I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. 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 No, I haven't. I haven't been there either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've been kind of pulled away because again, I've been focusing my attention on other, other places, but uh, I want to get back into eating out. The only problem with it is it costs a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> like. And the prices aren't going down. Yeah. No. Based on current situations. No, I, I think about like when I started the Instagram account, the amount of money I used to spend, like, is so insane. Yeah. yeah. Like, like crazy. So I think I've, like, I've kind of got it, got accustomed to this world where I'm, like, eating, like my, like, way outside of the realm of a normal person. Yeah. Because all this food costs so much. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, I get I get given food sometimes and that. So I'm at like this weird thing. So I'm trying to like readjust and pull it back to like. I'm only eating out once or twice a week or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. and try and like reacclimate myself to what it, what it. I think what it should be kind of. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just amazing that when you can have some home cooked stuff, home cooked stuff like what you guys do, 
You just make it so easy and it doesn't cost very much. Like that's another thing. The cost is so cheap, uh, like per serving. Per serving, yeah. That, yeah. that it's just like, again, like those meatballs, like you can get four meals out of that. Yeah. Like easy. Yeah. yeah. So if you portion that out, you know, the cost of the meatballs and the marinara sauce, it doesn't really cost very much at all. Generally, our, our products are between 6 and $8 per serving. Um, and that's, you know, so like our shepherd's pie, it's 20, $22 for a three-pound tray of food. Um, you know, a lot of our customers will easily get three to four portions. So, you know, it's six or seven bucks yeah. um, for, or it's, you know, what was the last, five fifty, um, And... Right. Yeah. I think I did the math right yeah. there. You know, so, so <laughs> between five and seven dollars for for a home cooked, it's as home cooked as you'd make it if you had the time and, and wanted to go through the effort to do it. We're not doing anything different. It's it's not you know, we're not adding a bunch of sodium to preserve it or or not. You know, there's not a chemical like it's as homemade as you'd make it in your kitchen. So, yeah. I mean, it's kind of guilt free. I mean, it's like you can say, well, I, I'm eating out all the time, but that's what you have at home. That's yeah. what that's what, you know you would make or your spouse would make and feed you and you feel comfortable eating at home because i'm eating at home i'm not eating out that's what our food is right. it's it's home cooked as you would cook it if a, if you had the skill and if you had the time and want to do all the prep a good example too is lasagna you know it costs a lot of money to buy all the ingredients to make lasagna 100 and you, you know you have to get a few different cheeses and you have to get the noodles and the and the beef and the herbs and, and the spinach and all those things and then once you got it all you gotta you know put it all together and then you have some leftover odds and ends of everything kind of hanging out in the fridge for a while whereas you can just pick one of ours up and it's already done <laughs> what i mean like I, I was saying earlier like my buddy who's a chef like yeah he said if if someone's lasagna is better than his because he used to make it as part of his job yeah that like it's super impressive and and he's bought him bought it multiple times here because it's better than he can do yeah like then like literally you take the tray of food you put it in your oven for a little bit of time you pull it out and and just like you have a better thing than like a chef could do you know what i mean we love food and we try all kinds of food Mm -hmm. all the time and so we like we don't sell anything that we wouldn't be stoked about buying ourselves you know and like a lot of lasagnas I've had, uh, most lasagnas I've had in the past for takeaway are people that, you know, bake off lasagna that are just meat and cheese layers, you know, maybe some sauce. And then they, they bake them in massive pans already. Then they cut them out. Then they put them in a package. Then they then you take it home and bake it again. Whereas we, ours is like, you know, we make the bolognese and cool it down. We cook the noodles, but we build them all individually. Yeah. So it's you're the first one ever baking that lasagna. It's yeah. not already been baked off and cooled and down. And your kitchen and... smells like the lasagna. Yeah. When you're cooking it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think there is a lot of that with food where people kind of like. So you have like a lasagna. You know, there's these ingredients that need to be in there, and they kind of just check off the boxes. Yeah. With not a lot of thought put into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's just. I mean, the amount of love and thought that you guys put into the food is phenomenal. Yeah. So I think you guys have built something very special here. Thanks. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. And the way that I, I end these things really is uh, sort of asking what the biggest lesson is that you've learned in your time with food or in the industry or whatever. Like what is what is kind of the biggest lesson for you? 
It's a great question. I guess the biggest thing I've learned is what you're capable of <clears throat> and when, when things are a good fit. Because like I said before, we've never owned anything before. We've never ran a retail business. Yes, we've been in the food game. Yes, we've been in the hospitality game. This is a fairly big departure. Like this is this is retail connecting to a retail customer. And it's a foreign animal to us that we're still learning a lot about like how best to connect and how best to package things. And, you know, we've just how to make it retail friendly like we talked about. And so for me, I'm that's the biggest thing is I'm I'm shocked of what we've been capable of doing. You know, just just three guys trying to figure it out, you know, as as we go. So that that's my takeaway. Yeah, I think for me, it's uh, like I said earlier that I would never have taken the step without, you know, being pushed with, uh, you know, what happened with COVID. And I just, you know, now I, I I look back at my career and I think, man, I should have done this 10 years ago. And, you know, maybe maybe it wouldn't have worked 10 years ago. Maybe I needed the 10 years to get to the point where I was at. But, you know, I think that you're never going to know unless you take the chance. And I was, you know, the poster boy of not ever taking a chance like that. Like I just couldn't imagine myself going that long, you know, um, and you do, you do sacrifice and, you know, um, it's, uh, it's tough at the first few months, but, uh, man, it's, uh, um, it's something that, um, I really, really glad that I, uh, that I took the chance and, you know, it's worked out for us. That's awesome. I think if you are talented, like, and you bet on yourself, because that's mm-hmm. one thing you can control is sort of the effort you put in. Right. Then you're sort of betting on yourself. Mm. It is scary. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you're good at what you do, like, there's nothing better to bet on than yourself. Right. Yeah. Right. Because it's ultimately up to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, is it going to do good or is it not? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not, that's not the only thing that goes into well, it. Well, and I think, too, having these guys along for the ride, like, I wasn't just doing it by myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, You know, we all had each other as far as helping, you know, with every aspect of what's our next move, you know, um, as the business started growing and getting more popular. Uh, Again, it's a lot different than if I was or any of us was just to go out on our own and try to start something, um, you know, like this Mm -hmm. uh, made it a lot easier. Of course. For sure. Yep. Mm -hmm. Then send it home. Yeah. (laughs) I guess, yeah, for me, it's been more just learning how to be fluid and think on the fly. Yep. I think that's what really makes us successful is, you know, we've moved kitchens multiple times. You know, I've had to move apartments and a bunch. We've had to set this up and, you know, everything is and everything happens so fast. All in a year. You know, um, and we all it's all three of us have to be adaptable. And it's really hard to find a, a group of people that you gel with and mm-hmm. all of you being adaptable at the same time. Uh, you know, no one's really stuck in um, on an idea that's not working or anything. We all kind of help each other out, lift each other up, and we all adapt together. And mm-hmm. People you still want to talk to after you've been with them for <laughs> several yeah, hours that day. Know, right? and you don't want to, like, punch yeah. them in the face, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you guys have done something very special here. And, like, that day I was in talking to you, um, we were here for like 10, 15 minutes and there was like 10 or 15 orders that came in that little ching sound yeah. on the computer. <laughs> like people are digging it. 
So yeah, kudos to you guys. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah thank yeah. you, and, and thank you for the time tonight. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Took a little bit to set lot. up, and we yeah. we banged it out though. Yeah, yeah. Awesome guys. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And if people are looking for sort of the where to go to see your stuff. What's the website? What's the Instagram? Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Refirekitchen.ca. Uh, we're uh, uh, at Refire Kitchen um, for Instagram and uh, Refire underscore Kitchen Facebook. Um, yeah, that's we connect with our customers basically through social media and, and, and email. So any questions can just be directed to the email that's on the, on the website, um, or any of our social channels. We're super responsive to it. And, uh, we Get love hearing from them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have a few customers that have me on speed dial. Um, they don't like to put their credit card in the magic box. And so I, he's really good at that. I if anybody wants, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not push that. Yeah. <laughs> Find me on Instagram. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of well. maxed out on <laughs> orders I can process manually. Go to the website, yeah. though. Go to their website and sign up for the newsletter. Yeah, That's the first step for, for anybody listening to this. Please do that. Yeah. Like and, say, we don't inundate you with any. We give you one a week. We tip you off what's coming. And now and again, we might slip in a little. Yeah. Tuck in a little incentive for yeah. you. Yeah. They, they're not intrusive. Like, no. you're going to be happy when you receive those emails. Mm-hmm. It's one of the few emails I look forward to every week. Like literally it comes in and I check it immediately. You don't know how much email I get that I just like, I don't even, I need to unsubscribe to a bunch of stuff and this is not going to be ever one of those things. Um, And if you're looking for what I'm doing, you can go to VicFoodGuys.ca or on Instagram, look up VicFoodGuys and I post stuff there. Not too much recently, but occasionally you'll see things. So (laughs) this will be out soon. I don't know when I've got an, I'm recording another one on Friday and, uh, Yeah, there'll be more episodes soon. So I will see you all later. Bye.